For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Brady under center, a give to Burkett, runs it left for the win! Touchdown, Patriots! And they're bound for Super Bowl 53! We're going back, baby! And there ain't nothing you can do about it! America's worst nightmare is back! We're going to our fourth Super Bowl in five years! Pack your bags, start our buses, we're coming home, Boston! All right, everybody, welcome back. It is the Foxborough Files here on the Believe Podcast Network, episode number three. I am Brady Farkas. You can follow me on Twitter at 1013 Radio Brady as I uh, do my radio show out of 101.3 The Game in Burlington, Vermont. So, again, 1013 Radio Brady. Very excited, actually, for week four in Patriots Nation because the Pats might actually have a competitive football game this week. You know, look, as fun as it is to be a Patriots fan and look at it and say, hey, we won. 33 to 3 and hey we won 43 to nothing and hey we won 40 you know 30 to 14 and hey it feels like we're outscoring our opponents you know 187 to 16 or whatever it feels like the patriots uh, point differential is it'd be nice to have a close game i'm not saying i want the patriots to lose i don't i just want a competitive football game we'll get into the patriots and bills here momentarily but you guys are going to learn this about me. I'm a bit of a uniform savant. I'm a bit of a hat enthusiast. I am into all things aesthetics when it comes to sports. So I figured I got to get to this at the beginning. The Patriots announced yesterday, so we're recording this on Thursday, they announced on Wednesday that they are going to wear their color rush jerseys three times this year. They're going to wear them against the Giants on Thursday Night Football. That's customary for the color rush game. Then they're going to wear them on October 7th against the Browns, and then they're going to wear them in November when they wear the Chiefs or when they play the Chiefs. First and foremost, let me start with this. I love the Patriots color rush uniforms. I love these jerseys, the navy blue jerseys, which are a different navy blue, kind of a darker navy than they usually wear, a different navy in that or a different jersey in that they have the red stripes going over the shoulders. I love those. And then the navy blue blue pants that go with them are also awesome. There's a lot of teams that kind of that uh that mono color that have that same color jersey, same color pants that it just doesn't work for. Like, I don't like the Jaguars all black. It's like oh, Saints all black. I'm not in on any of that. But the Patriots all navies, I really, really like. It's interesting, though, that the Patriots have chosen three of their most high-profile games, three of their most visible games to wear the color rush jerseys. I don't know that that means anything for the future. I don't know that it means they're going to go to that as their primary at some point, which that's kind of where my mind is thinking that, like, they're putting these out there during these games for a reason. Hey, it's customary on Thursday night football on national television to have them wear color rush jerseys. They're doing that against the Giants, but you don't think there's not going to be a lot of attention on the Patriots and Browns? You don't think there's not going to be a lot of attention on the Patriots and Chiefs? I mean, other than the Cowboys, those might be the two most visible games that the Patriots have this season. So the fact that they're wearing color rush jerseys, I find to be very, very noteworthy there. You know, people are asking too, well, hey, the Patriots have other jerseys. If they were going to wear alternate jerseys, why wouldn't they wear the alternate jerseys that they've had in the past? Remember, they've got the red jerseys, the Pat Patriot jerseys from the Grogan era. So they've got red jerseys with the white helmets. 
Also, what about the Bledsoe-era jerseys? Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy, the early Patriots of the 90s into the late 90s where it was the Royal Blue jerseys. Number one, the Royal Blue jerseys are not that great. I'm sorry for Patriots Nation. They're, look, they're iconic in that they're throwbacks now, but they're not that great. The numbers are too big. The logos are too big on the, on the, on the shoulders. I, I could do without those. Let me address the red jerseys with the white helmet, the Pat Patriot jerseys, because there's not a lot of – some people know this. Not everyone does. The Patriots can't wear those jerseys. It's really not allowed by NFL rules because the NFL, in an effort to crack down on concussions and in an effort to um, have player safety be more and more at the forefront, you are limited to wearing one helmet per season as a player. You have to wear one helmet per season. And what that means is that the Patriots currently have a silver helmet. Those Pat Patriot jerseys from the Grogan era, they are a white helmet. Well, Brady, why can't we just paint them? Well, you could paint the paint the helmet and then repaint it, but then the players wouldn't have access to them for practice. And that's the problem because you need to have one helmet all season long. Even if you did it, the it doesn't even work around a bye week, really. Because let's just say, okay, we're going to paint our jersey, you know, we're going to paint the helmets. And then we're going to do it for – it just doesn't work. It doesn't work because, like, think about this. If the Patriots played a game on Sunday and then they were off the following week. Okay, so they play the game in the silver helmets. Well, they're off next week, so fine. They can take a couple of days, let the helmets dry, be off from practice, get the white helmets. That's fine. Then play on Sunday. How are they going to get them back to the silver ones? Because they're going to need them for practice again on Tuesday or so. It's just not going to work. So until the NFL lifts its one-helmet rule per season – then I don't think that this is really going to happen. I don't think this is going to be a viable thought here that the Patriots can wear these jerseys. It's always been, since the NFL went to this rule a handful of years ago, it's been surprising to me that the NFL has kept this rule because, look, in college football, we don't see this. How many weeks do you see Oregon, Maryland? They're all wearing, they wear a different helmet every week. Those are new helmets, I have to imagine. They're not figuring out a way to repaint them. You can see other teams where they can kind of change the helmet weekly if the, the the paint color is the same. So if the paint color is the same and all you need is a new decal, well, that you can do. That's why you can see the Rams have different color helmets because we're talking about a new decal, not new paint. That's why you can see the uh, Denver Broncos, when they wear their color rush jerseys, they have a different helmet than their usual helmet because it's the same base paint color of the helmet. It is not the same Decal. The decal is the only thing being changed. The Patriots need a complete paint job. That's why you don't see that. That's why the um, you know, the, the Eagles can't go back to the Kelly Green helmets because it will require a complete paint job. So, look, I, I'm into to uniforms. I'm into hats. So, uh, as far as the Pat Patriot jerseys, by the way, where they rank, I was trying to think among throwbacks. they got to be near the top. The Powder Blue Chargers, I like the Rams, the current kind of – Incarnation to the throwback of the Deacon Jones era is also the 90s Eric Dickerson era. The Redskins jerseys that look like Florida State, I really like those. And you just see more and more teams going to throwback jerseys. The Jets, the Jets and Giants, the Jets and Giants just keep rotating back and forth between throwback jerseys. So the Jets had the Joe Namath jerseys, and then they brought them back basically for the Chad Pennington years. So they went from you know the 60s to the nine, late 90s, 2000s. Keyshawn Johnson. Even I think he was like 96. Like that was kind of the early incarnation that they brought those back. Then they had the Boomer Esiason jerseys that look like the exact jerseys they're wearing now. So these teams love just going back and forth 
between the throwback jerseys. Um, all right, moving on to the game, though, on Sunday. My gut feeling on Patriots-Bills is that the Patriots win. Right off the top, my gut feeling is the Patriots win. I don't believe it's a blowout. I don't believe it's particularly pretty. I do believe the Patriots cover the spread. As we're talking about now, the Patriots are seven-point favorites. I'm going generally low scoring, 26-13. That's where I'm at. I think the I think the Patriots on the road always have a I think the Patriots have a hard time in Buffalo. The Bills play hard. They're three and zero. The fan base is going to be crazy. Highest ticket prices they've seen in Buffalo in a number of years. So the fan base is going to be excited for this matchup of three and zero teams. They hate the Patriots. It's going to be a tough environment to play in. Getting to know the Bills, they do some things that are going to make life hard for the Patriots. Their secondary is extremely good. Okay, you don't might not know the name Tredavious White, other than the reason that he's the guy that Gronk speared and got suspended for at the end of the 2017 season. One of the best young corners in football. Micah Hyde is a veteran who you probably think of as Micah Hyde still on the Packers. No, Micah Hyde is on the Bills and playing well. So they do good things in the secondary that will make it harder for Brady to just carve them up. Look, if we think Tom Brady's going to throw for 440 against the Bills, I'm not buying it. Bills run defense is very very stout. Patriots run offense has been pretty lousy through the first three weeks of the season. I mean, as a team, the Pats are only averaging three yards a carry, barely three plus yards a carry. Sony Michelle is averaging 2.4 yards a carry. They've done nothing in the run game. So if they can't run and they become one dimensional, well, I think the Bills have a good enough secondary to make life hard for the Patriots. I don't think that this game's in the 40s for New England. But the Bills on offense, I also find to be limited. And the Patriots defense, I find to be very good. Bills run the ball a lot. That's their MO. Frank Gore, Devin Singletary, if he plays, he's practiced the last couple of days as of this taping. So they are diverse in the run game. They want to be diverse in the run game, and Josh Allen, their quarterback, does so as well. I think this team wants to run the football. I think Bill Belichick knows that. I think Bill Belichick will take away what you do best. We say that all the time. It's very cliche. He takes away what you do best, and that is the run. I think the Patriots up front have been really good. I think their defense in general has been excellent. We all know that, right? We see the the point totals that they allow, 3-0-14. And by the way, the 14 the Jets scored, none of them were as a result of the defense. They were a result of a pick six and a, you know, a, a punt fumble or a fumbled punt. So the defense has really truly allowed three points this whole season. I don't see Buffalo running all over them. So what happens? If the Patriots take away the run, which I think they will, they're going to force Josh Allen to beat them. And while Josh Allen can do the spectacular, and while Josh Allen can throw the ball out of New Era Field, his accuracy is still a question mark. It's better than it was a year ago, but it's still a question mark. Still 62% completion percentage. And I just don't think he can do enough consistently to beat the Patriots. Will he make a phenomenal play or two that look great? Yes, I 100% believe you will see somewhere a 37-yard pass, a 52-yard pass. That will happen. But consistently... Can he beat Stephon Gilmore? No. Can he beat Jonathan Jones inside? No, I don't think so. Not consistently. The Bills are better with John Brown. They're better with Cole Beasley. I just think that defense for the Patriots, they will also make Buffalo one-dimensional. I don't think that Josh Allen can beat them. So I look at this game as both teams are going to take away the other team's run game. One, because it will be a focus for New England to take away Buffalo's, and Buffalo will just be better than New England when it comes to the run game versus stopping the run. So neither team's going to run well. It's going to come down to the quarterbacks. And I trust Tom Brady a lot more than I trust Josh Allen. Patriots defense leads the league in interceptions with six. Jamie Collins has been all over the place. Devin McCourty's been all over the place. 
I just trust Brady to make those plays more against a good defense than I do Allen. 26-13. I think the Bills are going to finish second in the division. I think the Bills are going to make the playoffs by virtue of what's the carnage that's happening in the AFC. Okay, Andrew Luck retires. That opens up something. Jacksonville's bad. Tennessee's worse than we thought. Denver's not doing anything. They can't buy, They can't get a sack and take away anything. Oakland's still bad. Okay, The Chargers have stumbled out of the gate. So Buffalo's got a nice cushion here to where I think they're going to make the playoffs. So my gut feelings, 26-13 Patriots. The, my pleasant surprise would be if the Patriots ran the ball well. I don't think they're going to be capable of it. And we talk about Patriots offense. You know, Like I said, I do a radio show in Burlington, Vermont. We're Fox Sports affiliated. So I listen to a lot of Fox Sports radio and a lot of Colin Cowherd. And Colin Cowherd was saying this week that he believes that the Patriots have real concerns on offense. Well, he still ranked them the number one team in the league. He thinks they have a lot of concerns on offense. And look, he's right when you talk about the injury situation. And we talk about David Andrews being out. Marcus Cannon's been in and out of the lineup. And we see more and more attrition along the offensive line. There's a problem there. I'm still buying this Patriots offense. Brady, Dorsett, Edelman, Gordon. I'm looking at three really good receivers with Jacoby Myers there. Name me a foursome that's better. Off the top of your head, name me a foursome that is better than that, that is healthy and playing together right now. There aren't many. Okay, Atlanta's got a great receiving core, I would say that. But the Patriots, I put their top three up there with most teams in the league. I think that receiving core can carry them at least until they get the run game settled. The run game is what worries me. They don't need the run game right now. Okay, They played... Look, in September in New England, it was 80 degrees the other day. It was 95 when they played Miami with the heat index. They can win in this weather throwing the ball 37, 42 times a game. They cannot win in November and December and January consistently if they can't run the football. That's what worries me. I'm not worried about the offense as a whole right now because the weather's in their favor and they can pass through it. But while they're doing that, while they're winning that way, they're going to have to make solid headway in the run game. They Sony Michelle carried them through the playoffs last year. It wasn't Tom Brady. Sony Michelle and a good offensive line carried them through the playoffs last year. They need Sony Michelle. He was a first round draft pick. They need him to be a first round draft pick moving forward again. They need him to justify being a first round draft pick. And I don't know if it's his knees banged up, just the offensive line attrition as we talked about. They they're not good run blockers in general. I don't know. But they need Sony Michelle to be good because look, Tom Brady is 11th in the league in pass attempts. 11th in the league in pass attempts. Think about that. They won a game on opening day by 30. They won a game by 43, a game that they could have just salted away by running the football the entire fourth quarter. And they benched Tom Brady in the fourth quarter of game three because they were up by so much. So they're in situations you wouldn't think they need to throw. And yet Tom Brady is still in the top 11 of pass attempts in the league. That's too much because they should be able to run the football. They're having to pass that much because they can't run the football. Okay, Sony Michelle needs to play better. That's what concerns me. I do like, though, what I've seen at the wide receiver position. I have the, the lack of balance is what's concerning when I talk about Brady being 11th in passing attempts and nothing happening in the run game. Okay, when Look, I, love, I told you episode one, I love Rex Burkhead. He's my favorite Patriot. I think he's incredibly valuable. I think he's a Swiss Army knife. I think Belichick loves him. I think that's why Belichick loves him, because he's a Swiss Army knife. But that being said, he shouldn't be leading the team in rushing every week. 
which is kind of where we're at right now. A couple more things here uh, I want to get to on episode three. Again, Foxborough Files here on the Believe Podcast Network. Brady Farkas, your host, 1013 Radio Brady on Twitter, at 1013 Radio Brady. Pat's had an interesting, an interesting, uh, they've kind of brought themselves into an interesting debate this week. Lack of run game support we talk about, offensive line, also the loss of James Devlin. The fullback now on IR. That gives them three players on injured reserve. It gives them Isaiah Wynn, the left tackle, James Devlin, the fullback, and Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver, the rookie that they took in the first round out of Arizona State. You can only bring back two players per season from IR. You can only bring back two. Okay, So even if all three, even if, even if we live in a world where all three, Devlin, Harry, Wynn, are all healthy enough to come back, you only get two. I see a lot of people saying, oh, it's got to be Harry because he was a first-round pick. I, as of right now, I don't think it would be Nikhil Harry. If if the decision, if all three of those players are healthy enough to come back this season, I'm taking Devlin and Win because I can't run the football. I cannot run the football right now. And that's a shame that I may not be able to see my first-round draft pick this season, but I can't run the ball, and I'm going to need to run the ball come November, December, January, as I just told you. I need my left tackle there. I need Isaiah Wynn to protect Tom Brady and to help me run the football. James Devlin, he played in every regular season game for New England between 2013 and 2018. Every regular season game between 2013 and 2018. I need to be able to have him there to help move the pile and further my offense and diversify my offense because they're not going to win like this. Look, they're going to win... Well, the weather's good and the opponents are bad. Look, after Buffalo, I don't know what happens against Buffalo. I think they're going to win. Make them 4-0. Then Washington and the Giants, a Giants team without Saquon Barkley, they're going to be 6-0. Then you start to see some teams that are interesting. Cleveland, Baltimore, Philly, Dallas, Kansas City. Those are good football teams or have the ability to be good football teams. Baltimore, good. Kansas City, good. Dallas, good. Philly, Cleveland, possibly by then. Okay, but they can't have Brady thrown it 47 times against those teams. They need to be able to run the football, move the pile. And right now, if I had to bring two guys back, I'm not seeing Nikhil Harry this season. It's going to be Devlin. It's going to be Win. And that would be a shame because I was expecting big things from Nikhil Harry. That would be a shame because I want to see Nikhil Harry. That would be a shame because I did trade Demarius Thomas. I did let Antonio Brown go. The depth that I had at receiver is not as much, it's not as fruitful as it was a month ago. I still like the Patriots receivers like I just told you, but I don't believe that, you know, I don't believe that not having Nikhil Harry is a good thing. Like, if they had Edelman, Gordon, Dorsett, Harry, Myers, right there, that fivesome, now I'm feeling really good about myself. If I don't have Harry, I'm incredibly disappointed, and it would be an incredibly disappointing rookie season. But right now, it's as such where I need the other two over Nikhil Harry. Last thought on this. Josh Gordon has been maybe my best story of the Patriots' early season. Jamie Collins' return has been really good. I've loved that, too, because I loved Jamie Collins when he was here the first time. Josh Gordon has been an unbelievably pleasant surprise, not just how he's played on the field. We know he's good, right? We knew... 40 catches, 720 yards last year. We saw him almost single-handedly win a game for them, you know, against Chicago. 
He was great against Green Bay. We saw him do that. We know he's a good player. Off the field, he just feels more comfortable. He's more engaging with the media. He talks to the media more. He is more open. He talks about perseverance. He talks about overcoming obstacles. He's present. Last year, the Patriots hid Josh Gordon from the media. He, he was not available often. They sheltered him. And we heard about he has social anxiety. Oh, he doesn't do well in new situations. That hasn't been the case this year. Josh Gordon looks at home on the field, and he's been a difference maker. And he's been at home, off the field, and in the locker room. And that's been pleasant to see. All right, that wraps up Episode 3. We'll be back at it next week, recapping Patriots' bills and then getting ready for Patriots and Redskins. My prediction, 26-13. to 13. Remember the Foxborough Files on the Believe Podcast Network. Until next week, go Pats. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.